1: the bow Hunter Planet Podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Visit vanguardworld.us to learn more about Vanguard's amazing products and how they can help you as a hunter. Whether it's binos, tripods, rifle scopes, spotting scopes, or pioneer backpacks, Vanguard really has what you need to help yourself succeed in the woods. The podcast is also presented by Rax Inc., makers of the best bow hangers on the market. From Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, and much more, Rax Inc offers you the right bow hanger for the right moment. Oh, no, yeah, they also have a bow hanger plan one too. So get your BHP Custom racks Inc online today at RaxInc.com. Again, that's R A X X I N C.com. Now, on to the show.
2: Welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Myself, Tim Mazzarana, along with Bob McGee, Ashley Schneer, and Dave Mazarana.
1: Dave Mazarana. Yeah, <laughs> Sam We just got married. We just got married. This is funny. Uh, this is great. over. <laughs> like take we're two. Married. Yeah, take two. <laughs> um no, we can keep that one. It's funny. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with having some funniness in here. And uh nothing you can do, there's no water. Um so, so turkey, um, turkey's yeah. coming. Yeah, turkey. That's what I'm excited out. about. I was just thinking about my reliving my uh, 2017 season where I smoked a big tom, first one ever with a bow, and uh, that it was, was nerve It's kind
2: of uh, that was that was a long time coming.
1: Yeah. You. Oh, for me, for sure. I've had a lot of experiences and a lot of misses. So yeah, I was there
2: for I think the one before that where we were doing a photo
1: shoot. That was John that's not me no 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 we yep, were, you got bad you memory and,
2: you and i were no you were see now you see i'm you're gonna you're gonna remember in just a second
1: <laughs> oh yes yeah, you right. and i <laughs> <see>? <laughs>
2: it took about two seconds
1: you mean the wing hit yeah the yeah. wing hit i recall that hit. one yeah that we pathetic.
2: were we were at a photo shoot and uh we come around this corner just walking through a field and there's these uh yeah was, there's, there's a group of turkeys
1: that there. was two years ago was and it? that was in the spring too
2: okay you missed a lot then
1: that was definitely yeah. Uh, no, I missed uh, – yes, that was with the crossbow. That was yeah. actually pretty pathetic. But it was happening so fast, I'm like, oh, my God, there's a turkey, and I got a license. <sighs> yeah. This is unbelievable. How fast. So, we,
2: yeah, we had we were photo shooting with a, uh, with a crossbow. I was actually uh, – I sighted in, and uh, you we came around the corner. You're like, oh, man, I'm going to get this thing. So you take my crossbow, aim, fire, and completely miss.
0: And uh, <laughs> I'll take the
2: blame for that one because, like, like, I don't know, about 10 minutes before the photo shoot started – the, the crossbow slid on the ground. It was it was standing up and it slid and it oh, landed, that's on, right. it landed on the, oh, scope. the
1: scope. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why I missed. Yeah, it's the yeah. only thing I can actually think about. I can't, can't believe making
2: excuses. Yeah, yeah that's a good that excuse, one. Dave. <laughs> yeah. I was there. I'll
1: witness. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, Ashley, what kind of turkey you guys have at your house?
0: Uh, we have all kinds of turkeys all lot. over the place. Yeah, Chris's first turkey with a bogue is actually standing behind an above-ground pool because he's <laughs> right outside.
2: <laughs> he peeks around the pool. And <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. A good blind. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. It's funny. It's a you know every it, it's kind of interesting when you go turkey hunting. Um, they never show up, but then when you go deer hunting, they're always there.
0: Right. Every it's year. Like, yeah. Every yeah. year. Yeah.
1: I see them all the time, man. I'll be hunting in the fall, and I always see them. You know, actually, who was just on this podcast? Oh, Carvin. He was talking about someone told him that fall hunting is better in turkey than spring, which I found hard to believe because I feel like they call back to you in the spring. In the fall, they don't even.
0: Spring, I don't they react to the calling because of mating season. Yeah, mating season. So you can get them to come in to where you're set up once you figure out kind of roughly where they are yeah fall it's hit or miss yeah you, you know it's it's like you've got to get out and you got to walk or you got to find where they're roosting in the mornings and in the evenings and set up there and and hope they come down
2: so what uh what kind of prep work have you done like when for the spring turkey hunter you i mean there's not really i have to imagine it's it's you i i haven't been right so I have to imagine that it is um pretty hard to pattern them. I mean, it's not like you're, you're It is extremely
0: it hard to pattern them. Yeah. Uh like I say in the in the spring you get them reacting to artificial calls. Yeah. So once you once you figure out where there's a a time you set yourself up and you try to draw that time into you. And a lot of that walking around and just periodically calling, throwing out predator calls like hawk, crow, because a a male gobbler will react to those calls and gobble.
2: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Yep, and once once you pick up that gobble from the tom, then you start doing the female hen calls and stuff and see if you can get it in closer.
1: It's so fun. I, I, it, it's, it's a riot. It's, it's, you know, it's a totally different kind of hunting. Like, yeah. you can actually be like in your blind and like playing video games or like you can yep. do things that you really but you can't don't do. it do.
0: during <laughs> do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, no, I'm not saying I don't do it at all. I'm just saying though. Doesn't turkey, everybody
0: sit up in the tree stand and watch Netflix? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: that happens. But turkey's different. You can get away with a lot more. Uh, it's a lot, a lot
2: more active. More. It's a lot more active. Yeah, so.
1: it's definitely. <sighs> Reach for my coffee. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's definitely uh more active and and uh i think it's exciting though i i just think that it's fun to go out and not have to really worry about noise as much or sounds you can really move around a lot you can
0: move around a lot if you're in a ground blind you can move
1: correct that's what i meant yeah yeah yeah. Not if like you're
0: the... out sitting against a tree with a bush in front correct. of you yeah. or something the slightest little bit of movement they pick up on that like They've got eyesight better than hawks and eagles. Yeah. Uh. So,
2: um, turkey equipment, Dave. Talk to me about that a little bit. Like, what do you, uh, what do you use different than what you do for deer?
1: Uh, turkey is a lot of ground blind. I mean, deer I use a lot of tree stand for me, uh, but the ground blind is essential, in my opinion, for turkey. Um, I, I. What are you saying? I don't what, know. What are you, you're saying something. I'm I'm not, that I'm not sure. You should uh, anyway.
0: probably use a turkey call versus a deer call.
1: Oh, thanks, Ashley. I <laughs> never. You know, why don't you take this question? Go ahead. You're ready to go. Go ahead.
2: I think I think actually we we should have a we should have a turkey call challenge.
0: Okay. No. No. I'm no, uh, out.
2: <laughs> no calls. Just your voice. <laughs> oh man this is getting this is getting i'm sunshine, trying to i'm so.
1: at the same time i'm 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 talking to you guys i'm
0: <laughs> there you go there he is <laughs> i'm actually
1: looking at this age of u.s hunters in the uh i'm looking at uh outdoor life magazine they got some numbers in here and i was trying to assess it real quick um so from 2016 they did a survey for age of hunters so in years um what do you guys think is the largest percentage of hunters the age range I'll 40, let Bob go first. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Age what do you range? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can give it any age, but what do you think the the most percentage of hunters are within a age? range? Yeah, range is fine. Forty
0: five to to sixty.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow that with um, ten to
0: ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen to ninety nine. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Ashley, what do you think?
2: <laughs> 32
1: to 40.: I think you' looking at my screen here <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I was really going to say 42 to 47.
1: Okay, so this is how they project this. So it goes from 1991 to 2011. okay, so I was wrong on 16, sorry. So they do this little age bracket thing. So basically, so in two th- in 1991, the largest percentage was 28 percent and that was 25 to 34. And 2011, the largest percentage is 23%, and that is at 45 to 54.
2: Wait, give me those, give me those years Which again? Which means
1: today it's even different again, I'm sure. This is 2011. What are
2: those years where it was? Uh... Uh, in, two,
1: in 1991, uh-huh. uh, the age range of most majority of hunters was uh, 25 to 34. Okay. And if you want to get technical, the age gap, the main area of age is 25 to 44. That would okay. be the majority of the whole pie chart here. And then if you want to go to the 2011, you have the majority is 45 to 64. So what that tells me is the same people that were younger here are still hunting today. But yeah. over there's, there's a less.
0: Good, is this hunting them, in yeah. general?
1: Yeah, this is just the age All of right. U.S. hunters. This graph demonstrates the rising age of hunters. The proportions of hunters age 45 and up has increased from 29 to 55% since the early 90s. Combined green segments. That's what shows her. sorry. The ratio of hunters aged 16 to 44 has shrunk from 71 to 45%. Big time. Yeah. Big drop because of that generation over there, Carter's (laughs) generation. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's very low. Hmm. So there's a whole bunch of stuff on licenses, and this is pretty good data. Got to read through it more, though. I'm trying to read it, but there's too much dead air. Well, I think that, guys aren't that, talking. that
0: goes
2: back to a lot of <laughs> what we do talk about, which is, you know, bringing, bringing new people into the industry and this gap that we see right now, um, you know, in new hunters. And, you know, we, we talk, we, we've talked several times about, you know, we don't see a ton of younger people getting into hunting more than, more than what we saw like a decade or so ago it's it's a lot different of a landscape nowadays so
1: well according to this u.s hunting license holders versus population um, annual license holders have actually decreased dramatically from like 1970 to 2015 dramatically decreased the total population but there was a spike in well maybe 14 or 13 it's hard to read this graph there was definitely a spike in like 20. 14 or something that raised up and now it's up again it's at 15.41 million mm-hmm. license holders annually according to the
2: and this is um
1: outdoor Life this magazine this
2: isn't yeah so that's licenses so it's not specific to firearm or no this
1: is or just license like holders you're right it could be probably anything yeah.
0: and it doesn't give a reason for could the, be fishing
1: right the decrease well, here let me read the to the right here let's read the detail <laughs> probably be helpful uh, these two graphs reflect the change in honey license holders over time. Left in those, in those same trends compared to the change in national population trends, the upswing in license holders in the 2000s is attributed to the change in data collection methods. So participation, I don't really, this one here looks a little bit... Hey guys, Dave from the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. We're looking for cool hunting stories from you. We want to hear your story. If you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast, send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story. There's a good chance you could be invited onto the podcast. Hey, enjoying the hunt. You're listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, powered by Vanguard Outdoors let nature surround you and be a part of this amazing heritage of bow hunting now on to the show yeah so it's went up it spiked a little bit but population has risen in in US and during the rise the licenses did not rise so but that could be anything right that's obviously kids have people having more kids or uh immigration that could be people coming from Mexico or something. don't hunt. Right. I don't know what it could be. Let's not politicize this. Oh, we're going (laughs) to politicize.
2: No, I, I I think it's hard. It's hard to get away from this consensus. I think that we hear about of there just not being enough introduction into the sport in general. I think we we saw a lot of introduction into the sport back when we were kids. I mean, even I remember. I mean, archery used to be a part of everything, you know, in school and all that stuff. And a lot of that has gone away. And I don't know if that, is, you know, I don't know if it's safety. I don't know. You know, I, there's a lot of things that you can speculate on. But I do think it's 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 a lot of there's a lot of people that are just not outdoorsy, if you will. Well, I
0: th- I anymore. personally think that it has a lot to do with the attitude and the political correctness that's involved with all things today. You know, you've got the anti-hunters putting such pressure on the hunting population that you almost, a lot of people almost feel guilty.
1: Yeah, it's weird. About bringing their their children
0: up to where Mm -hmm. they hunt and stuff because of the ridicule.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, I don't know. I, I mean, everything's weird now, right? I mean, Puerto Rico doesn't have electricity. I'm just saying, things are very odd in, in society right now. I mean, millions of people without electricity for five months. I mean, it just mm-hmm. seems odd to me. And I'm just saying the landscape's different. It's just a lot different now politically and everything. And and so hunting, I don't think anybody really cares much about. It's kind of on the back burner. So I think we, we get away with keeping our rituals and what we think is important. But I do think that overall the trend is just definitely dramatically dropping. I think what's happened lately with things like Bo Hunter Planet and some of these uh, celebrities that have been hunting more like Kid Rock, I think it has helped. I absolutely think it's helped a lot to jump a little spike in the game. Right. Um, but, you know, the baseball players, hockey players, people who hunt and, and promote that hunting. There's people at my job who promote hunting that are high-up executives. Well, yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's that's impressive. Most people, they're shy about it. don't talk about it because they don't want people to judge them or, oh, you kill animals or, you are know. You- yeah. It's a sad thing, but the truth is that people just don't want to be ridiculed. They don't want to be called out or, you know, it's like you just don't want to have that issue. Now, for us, it's different because we're into it. We would never care. But for someone who's new to it, they, people might find it appalling. A good example is, uh, I don't know, one of your friend's aunts who chimed in on John's bear kill, remember? She's like, how oh, could okay. you do that? Yeah. And then Kevin had the same thing of a family member in Ireland. Yeah. That was yeah. actually, was, and that,
2: that, that relative that. was in, they're, they're from Scotland. And so there's a completely different view over there of hunting and gun rights and all that kind of stuff because, I mean, they're, they live in an area of this world where they hunted everything to pretty much extinction. I mean, there's no predators on on Scotland. I mean, you don't have bear, you don't have wolves, you don't have coyotes, you, you know, you don't have any of that stuff. Um, there's a deer population, but with the gun laws the way that they have it and the firearms and all that, it's very rare that you find anybody that's able to actually hunt like that. So they, they the, the, you're right. I mean, the, that landscape, and we kind of we kind of tend to follow that landscape, right, that European type of mm-hmm. uh, mentality, and I think that's what you, you do kind of see from time to time. But it, it definitely does help, though, to have those high-profile, uh, people out there, um, you know Luke Bryant and Kid Rock and all those yeah. other guys that that are um, you know promoting the sport. But on that same side, of the, on, the, on the opposite side of the corn coin, you have a lot more people that are don't hunt that don't hunt and that are against it and that are well. There's a are, problem.
1: There's a bad focus on animal rights yeah. to animals of of prey. That's a big difference between dog rights and deer rights. Okay, right. they're not friendly pet animals. There's that come
2: conservation. And animal rights, and I don't mix the two They
1: together. don't mix. That's what I'm they saying. Don't. You can't – the humane society should not be talking about hunting stuff for rights for animals. They're messing everything up because not only are they hurting – Um, the hunters money that goes into funding conservation but they're also hurting themselves because now you're you're segregating all the hunters out of what you're doing i want to help promote helping dogs survive and you know i want to help do that but no one's going to do that with the main society that's a hunter because it's a death sentence you can't do that and you know uh, years ago other brands got caught working with them not on purpose things happen but they got it's thrown to the wolves because of right,
2: that. And, and well, that and that goes to see where the industry has gone too, right? I mean, within our own industry, there are companies out there creating platforms like so, social media platforms specific to the hunter. And why do they do that? Because if we don't have that type of outlet we run the risk of when we talk publicly about it outside of that group of people that want to get involved with that you're going to get annihilated get, uh, of getting smacked in the face every time every time you 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 do something like that yeah i, yeah, I think there is but it it's but again it, it goes back to that pc it goes back to the political correctness it goes back to you know we have this view of everybody needs to accept everybody yet n- why do people downgrade other people's points of view on certain issues, but not others?
1: Yeah, that's always been the case, right? Look at women, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're so quiet. Over and we're there. we're. What do you have to say about this? <laughs>
0: yes. We as hunters yes. <laughs> are our worst enemies. I can't believe sometimes the number of conflicts that we have between hunters over different methods of hunting.
2: Yeah. And it, that does not help. No, it Yeah, doesn't. when when hunters attack like those guys out there that shoot nothing but compound and then make fun of all the crossbow hunters out there, I mean it drives me nuts. I don't know anybody like that. It drives me nuts. I you know, and we we've almost had to fire a couple people yeah, here at Bow Hunter Planet It's Unbelievable. So Chris. No.
1: I, <laughs> I think uh just kidding. Know. There's so many issues. We'd out never, there.
2: we'd never fire Chris because he can actually tie a D loop.
1: Yeah, that's true. Unlike no boom.
0: <laughs> You're here for good, man. If anybody ever seen
1: the video of me shooting the ceiling, that's because of no boom. I just want to be clear on that. It might be a funny video to you, but to me, it was not funny no, when it happened. I'm funny. like, what just happened? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I broke no, the bow. Someone could have got hurt. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the first time you punch yourself in the mouth. I
1: didn't punch myself in the mouth because I pull back my bow straight, unlike other people. I do not pull back towards my face. I pull it towards my, <laughs> my chest, so it just punches me in the chest. That's the last thing I, I've always done that. And I th- actually I don't do it. I don't do it like this because I'm scared it's going to pop off and go. You, you so shouldn't. I always go straight, straight back. But that point is, if you do that, you got to be able to pull it straight back, which means you can't pull over your weight that you can handle. Right. So I always try to do sixty or less because I can do it. What is that wrong?
0: You could also hurt your shoulder.
1: What do you mean, hurt my shoulder?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dave's try, trying to flex right now.
0: <laughs> no hurt,
1: no shoulder. Ain't no shoulder used in this. Pure muscle, straight back. Sometimes, sometimes it's
2: age, not strength, my friend.
1: Well, but can't I just turn it down further? Just do it to 50, then. No? It still could hurt you? Ah, Chris, I know he's talking about He's over there, baloney.
2: Those target shooters, you know. <laughs> <sighs>
1: I believe what he says, but I had to cut him out of the Hoyt video and the APA video. <laughs> Actually, that was a technical oh, audio difficulty, which I still can't get over. We're still talking about it. It's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> so Turkey's going to be great, but, um, all right guys, well, we got caught early on this episode. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Um, stay tuned on the next episode. It's going to be great. Krishner is going to get techie on you and, uh, explain to you what a proper you know what that's a good episode to talk about I mean, it's better in video but in audio you should still talk about proper form proper how you're supposed to do everything i keep getting called out in videos it's really pathetic and you keep moving your hand you keep moving your hand I'm like i do that on purpose you're not listening you don't know the whole story you're just assuming that i move my hand cuz i'm an idiot I move my hand so I can see how the grip feels, if it's going to set or not.
2: I don't know why Chris is shaking his head yes right now. Chris doesn't
1: care. I'm just saying, it's funny. people. Think like, it you about to, the idiot, You bro. need to work on your form. <laughs> okay. I've only shot 650 bows since 2009. How many of right. you shot?
2: Chris. <laughs> <laughs> <Grip. Grip>. Two. <laughs> All
1: right, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> see ya.